You alright mate? Hello there, you. Alright, where the fuck have you been? I've been wherever you've been. <laughs> you haven't? No. That has been part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, wow, it's been a while. A very, very long while. The longest hiatus in the entire history of tracks. Yeah. We were trying to work this out yesterday, probably like at least six weeks since we last recorded. Maybe even slightly more. Maybe even slightly more. I'm going to go with slightly more. Um, how have you been? I've been okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been a, a funny old start to the year. It's, yeah, um, it's gone quite quickly already. We're already just into Febru- February. Yeah, February, <laughs> February, and uh, I mean, yeah, a weird year so far. <laughs> There's always a weird year. I know. I these these first few months now through the last few years of my life have been slightly odd ones. Yeah, turbulent. Well, let's rock it through the obvious <laughs> questions. Number one, nice Christmas. Lovely Christmas. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Number two, how was your New Year? New Year was actually... I actually did stuff, which I don't usually do that's much. That's good. So that's nice. How was yours? Uh, it was unexpectedly great, actually. Like, I had such low expectations for New Year. Great. Um, okay. Yeah, it was one of the best I've ever had, I think. Just because, like... <laughs> Hello. In my head, I totally kind of written it off as... Uh, New Year's is never good, always a bit annoying. I didn't really want to be in Brighton, but ended up being in Brighton. Um, but just like... You came at it with such cynicism. Yeah. And uh, that, like just it being quite a good night really surprised me. Um, mm. So, yeah, that was fun. Um, how was your birthday? My birthday was actually semi-decent. Semi-decent. I, have never, I haven't said good at all once. No, yeah. I know. Um, no, it was it was really good. It was um, the, the lead-up to my birthday... Weird. It was a bit of a weird time for me. I won't get into it, but I was a little bit kind of all over the shop. You had you, a bit of a bit of sad. I had a bit. <laughs> I had a bit of sad. Yeah, um, and then kind of around just just before the, my birthday, um, things got a little better for me, um, and th- th- they were really good for like two weeks. I was. I've been quite happy. Yeah, uh, and then I lost my phone. Yeah, on a, on a weird but, night out. You know when you know when it's weird. You know when you get that drunk and you're just weird. Um, like, it's been a while for me, but I, I I'll I, never forget it. I was, I was weird. <laughs> this was, was last week, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I cried at something. I think I was like running around at some point. I think. <laughs> I mean, I was weird. I'll say it again. Um, that that was a strange night, and I, f- I felt a little bit rocky for three or four days after that. But I'm back now. I feel. Oh, good. That was only three or four days ago, wasn't it? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this today is the first day. Of feeling right good. now, I'm good again. <laughs> um, I got. I I went four days without a phone, and it was absolute torture. Um, did you manage to find any solace in it? Yes, over the weekend I did because I didn't go out really. Um, it was just kind of like nice not looking at something that wasn't the iPad every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> like trying to find something. The 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 thing. I think it's a really good exercise for people to do, um, as knowing that your phone is at home anyway, because obviously half of the anxiety comes from somebody yeah. being on your phone or something when, you, when it's been taken or lost or whatever. But um, just going outside and the kind of realising that you can't, you might get lost and you can't just look at your phone and realise where you are and yeah. you can't, you know, going to 
a store you've got to take you got to look at your emails and you realise you have to print things off before you go and stuff like yeah. that just all these little things that you're so used to a lot of people are kind of buying into the digital detox kind of idea yeah um, I like the idea of it but also it just feels very impractical honestly it, if you plan if you plan it out if you, like, if you go away to like a, a cabin and you don't take a phone then, oh, yeah, that, then that's fine no, that, yeah that's different like I can um, if I'm kind of off normal territory I, I kind of ignore my phone a bit more anyway like if I'm away for the weekend or whatever when I'm at mum's it's very much just I'll leave it like in my room mm. um, and not really use it but like at home the idea of like a digital detox would just it would just feel weird I mean try doing it at work what would you do when you're having a shit like I think that would be the time I'd miss it the most yeah <laughs> like just I mean yeah I guess I, I kind of cheated because I had an iPad and it had yeah. Messenger on it which I wanted at the time yeah but not being part of WhatsApp groups, which is really strange, because I'm I'm part of some groups that have a, have a, have a good funny chat every every day. Oh, really? And uh, I was not part of them, and I felt genuinely lost. It was yeah. it was it's like kind of sad, but also you realise that they are quite important. I had I, I quite liked having to find the Vodafone store twenty five minutes away from where I work without a map or a phone. I didn't like it because it was raining and I hated it, but I, I liked the idea that I had to talk to humans. It was kind of, and they were really helpful. I was like, oh, the humans are actually quite nice. What, you asked people where it was? Yeah, and they all tried to help me. It really? Was, you, I guess, you, you, without that interaction, you just assume everyone's shit. Yeah, they probably are. Yeah, I was just lucky with those few people. Um, but anyway, the year's been good. Um, good things have happened now, so yeah, all happy about things. Uh, everything good with you? Yeah all good um january was pretty pretty quiet really like um if nothing happened that's fine yeah I, well, i'm trying to think of like something i feel like that's a in good particular thing. to report but it it felt like kind of downtime for everyone um meek was here in brighton quite a lot and we kept looking for like what was going on um interesting stuff to go and see or go and do and like Everywhere seemed to be like closed for refurbishment. Everything just seemed to be like mm. everyone was just treating it as a lull of a month. Um, maybe I maybe I felt weird because I hit it a bit too hard then. Yeah, and you were the only, <laughs> literally the only one. Um, mm. But yeah, it was good. Good. Uh, yeah, I'm a happy bunny right now, so that's all that really matters to Indeed. me. Um, we should probably before moving on slightly kind of explain where we've gone because some people might have missed like there was a bit of an explanation at the very end of the advent episodes wasn't there mm-hmm. um some people might have missed the fact that this wasn't uh, an unplanned break this was very much planned um because we're not necessarily moving on from tracks but we are moving towards new things pastures new yes and green um or brown there's a new project on the horizon which in the last few weeks has started to get a bit more kind of momentum behind it i think um the the snowball is is slowly rolling yeah speaking of and, it snowed last week yeah no i wasn't here i was <laughs> on on the a floor somewhere crying <laughs> there's our phone Oh, you got it <laughs> genuinely just like that um yeah it did that um, was nice yeah uh <laughs> anyway i don't know why i threw that in um yeah we're working on something else and um it's going to be taking up 
quite a lot of our time over the next number of months at least mm. so um you know people who have been wondering where we are and have been a bit perturbed by that i know there's plenty of you out there um we're monthly now yeah how do you feel about that everyone I'm, yeah, I, I do feel like a little bit bad saying that because monthly podcasts annoy me a bit sometimes. Mm. I don't like waiting for my next instalment of the people and shows that I like. Um, we are going to kind of be dropping in when something else happens. So say Great Escape, we'll be back uh, for that. Probably more like um, our usual output and there'll be you know little nuggets for you along the way. But generally speaking, I think... We can probably say for most of 2019, it's going to be the case that on the first Friday mm-hmm. of each month, you're going to get a kind of roundup of the last month's music from us Yeah, with loads of chat thrown in. And really, in terms of regular output from us, that's where it's going to start yeah. and end. But one day... You'll thank us for it. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to love what we're working on next. And we will be giving you, like, our, you know, our loyal day ones. You'll be getting little kind of insider bits of info as we go along, maybe. Um, you bye know, bye. Maybe little teasers, maybe whatever it is. Or maybe you'll be getting involved in the project. Who knows? Um, it's a really big step for us, but it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. Um, but more about that at another time. We're going to be talking about January's music today. And there's been a shitload of it. Some really, really, really good stuff. <laughs> Why did that feel like the first swear on tracks? <laughs> when you yes. just, I was like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, where would you like to begin? I think we would like to begin with um, a little bit of a highlight of our month. A joint mm-hmm. highlight of ours. Okay. Which is a new drop and uh, a lot more information from one of our favourite bands growing up. Vampire Weekend. Yes, a band who literally since track started, we've been saying, we might get some new music soon. I hope mm. so. <laughs> like, probably <laughs> at least once every 10 episodes, we've said that from the very beginning. Massively. Finally, after a six year break, they're back. Um, which, in and of itself, is a massive relief. Yeah. Um, we know that the new album has got a name now. First of all, they revealed it was FOTB, which brought plenty of guesses what that might mean. Eventually, it became clear that means Father of the Bride. Yeah. How do you feel about that for a name? Um, even though it sounds like marriagey, it sounds a little bit too religious for me. Yeah. Uh, that might be because of the the snake and the the earth. The I mean, their their picture looked like a community centre. Yeah, um, it did. Image. Although interestingly, um, there so. What you're you're talking about is at the end of these videos, which we're going to talk about the songs in a second, but at the end of the videos, there's kind of a, a cartoon earth with the mm-hmm. title of the album around it. And someone screenshotted it and put it on Twitter and said, uh, we've got the new Vampire Weekend album artwork. Yeah. And Ezra replied and said, no, not you qu- don't. Was it not quite? Not quite. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. So we don't know if that actually is the artwork. I imagine there's going to be, over the course of this run-up, which is going to be two songs once a month for three months until the album comes out I think we're going to be getting loads of curveballs yeah lots there's some like similar artwork to this one but different and yeah because we also had that kind of image of the almost uh, 
hieroglyphic kind of yeah. things for each each single. Yeah. Um, and no one talks about that being a front cover or anything like that. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to wait and see, and that's half the fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they're always a band who they kind of build a load of uh, sort of enigmatic um, kind of questions that you never really get answered into everything they do. Um, mm. The lyrics are always you can kind of read into them whatever you want, but you're never really sure what he's on about. And um, that they're not really one of them bands where you listen to the music and be like, I love that because of the lyrics. Or you might like them because of the lyrics, but it's I never really take from them and be like, oh, this is about this. Or yeah, not not for the majority anyway. No, there's most of the songs you don't know what the hell they're on about. I know mm. steps about their own music, which I always think is really cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, Hannah Hunt. I always assume is about someone called Hannah Hunt. I just imagine it's about girls because he was in Girls around that time, and right. she was called Hannah. Interesting. Um, but I don't think it is. I think it was about my ex that was called Hannah at the time. No, really. I think yeah. it's about Jack's girlfriend who's called Hannah still. <laughs> I think it's about Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, they put out two new songs: Harmony Hall and Twenty Twenty One. Yes. To start us off. Thoughts. Uh, thoughts are two quite different tracks. Um, yep. They both sound like Vampire Weekend songs. Uh, one of them, 2021, sounds kind of... And we, we have different views on both of these tracks, I mm-hmm. think. I prefer Harmony Hall. I prefer 2021. Right. Now I love both. And yeah. I, so do 2021 I. gets in my, like, it's in my head all the time and I'm always singing that little bit. Yep. It's very short, very sweet, very much something that could have been on a on an earlier album of theirs yeah um Harmony Hall however sounds like th- that's them trying a new direction and I think that's why it might take a little bit longer to like because we both agree yeah. that although it's a bit more of a grower we know that at some point we're going to love that I think I'm already the yeah I'm already there with yeah. it now it, t- it did take me a little while when the first very first listen of 2021 I thought I just absolutely it. love this because that was the away. first one you heard you heard them in that the I don't know order. why I did it because they were both there and I just for some reason clicked on 2021 there was something about the name that was yeah. a bit more enticing to me or maybe I was just being do you assume it's about the year uh, I, I don't even know that because oh, actually that wouldn't make sense I, no because I saw a, a picture and I thought it was their first gig and the ticket said 2021 like a date Right. but what would the 20 be I don't know because there's no 20th month I don't know what, I, I really don't know what it's about I mean it's kind of from the lyrics it's it feels like it's just kind of about the passage of time um, yeah maybe I mean who knows it's it's a very sweet tune isn't it it's, yeah and it's got this the like little sample the boy I love boy yeah I know um, I, I now you know when you cut, you start to know when that is so you, you might not even be singing along to it but you, you, yeah. you're just kind of doing the thing but you still manage to be like boy because you know when it's coming I really yeah. like that yeah, exactly. like it's that ingrained already um, yeah and it's got uh, yeah just kind of a real tenderness to it and a real mm. kind of um, it's really like you said I think you said sweet it is really mm. sweet um, and maybe before Listening before talking about Harmony Hall, sorry, maybe we should have a quick listen to 2021. Yeah, because this is um, quite a short one, isn't it? Yeah, so let's play that right about now. Boy, boy. 
2021, will you think about me? I could wait a year, but I shouldn't wait three. I don't wanna be. Twenty twenty one, we think about us. Copper goes green, steel beams go rust. It's a matter of. have it that was vampire weekend with 2021 yeah um that's the second track that we got um technically yeah in terms of the order on spotify anyway um and it is quite different to harmony hall yeah i mean it's it's kind of it sounds like um if you were to look at the album that would be on one half and this would be and the other would be on the other like they're not meeting anywhere yeah um because that there's a lot of simplicity there and it's quite sparse whereas um harmony hall is really kind of the opposite end of the spectrum it i heard ezra talking he's saying there's when they play live there's now like seven members of vampire weekend and they need it's like all hands to the pump from all of them to play harmony hall but they've just about got it down because there's so many parts to it Mm. um what is it that stands out about that one more to you harmony hall yeah the kind of Happy Mondays piano keys yeah. in there, like there's something like that. I it just seems so unlike the the one thing they always do is, um, and I remember in with earlier Vampire Weekend stuff, it was the introduction of like the um, just weird instruments like the what's yeah. the old piano, the bloody old one. <laughs> I don't know. It's very old and it sounds like... It's oh, very yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember the name of it, which is really annoying me because I was about to say it. Yeah. Um, in one of their videos, they dress up as like old, old Elizabethan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't and and I, you don't really hear that in kind of modern music yeah. or indie music. Um, and this sounds a little bit like that. Like they're bringing this thing back. I mean, a piano is not new. But it's just the style that it's in just doesn't really fit what they've been doing and what they have done in no, the past, which I really enjoy. It feels quite, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but it feels quite 80s to me. It feels like Paul Simon, mm. I think, is clearly a big influence on it. Um, there's also like almost some like Bowie, Young Americans vibes yep. to it to me. Um, and again, these are these are only good, good references. Um, but yeah, like they've always like you say they've always kind of picked really diverse influences and styles but I've never really heard much kind of 80s vibes in what they do no but um, I think you definitely are there I um, think I mean harpsichord by the way harpsichord like I don't know 
I like that word, but I don't know what that is, so I, I can't really help you. It's like an old piano. Yeah. One of the first chords. ones. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't really know. It's It feels like there's different sections to it, which I really like. Like, the yeah. ending sounds quite... Like, it goes off somewhere else, and then it reverts back to where it started. And I, yeah. I just like the whole journey it yeah. takes me on. It's beautiful. And it wasn't one that I loved, and I do I do love a grower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all, Harry? <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I do love that, and... Uh, Let's let people know what it sounds like, I guess. Yeah. So this is Vampire Weekend with Harmony Hall. December I believe that New Year's Eve will be the perfect time for their great surrender but they don't remember Anger wants a voice Voices want to sing Singers harmonize Till they can't hear anything Thought that I was free From all that questioning but every time a problem ends, another one begins in the stone walls of harmony. And the stone walls of harmony all bear witness. And the 
Hall by Vampire Weekend, the first of two tracks by them, and uh, we should be getting another next month. Yeah, well, I imagine given our new release schedule and their upcoming release schedule for the next for the foreseeable future, we're probably going to be starting episodes with the two latest <laughs> Vampire Weekend tracks. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> See if anyone gets tired of that. I don't imagine they will because no. I think they're all going to be so different and so exciting, at least to us anyway. <laughs> it's our show; we do what we yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but we should probably talk about some other music that we've been into this month as well before what is going to be, I think, the climax of this episode, which is going to be an album of the month. Mm-hmm. And that is probably also going to become a bit of a kind of regular feature on these shows. Certainly. Um, so let's fill this middle bit with some absolute bangers. Harry, do you want to take the lead? Yeah. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, an artist who I'd never heard of until I went to see a gig the other day um, in London uh, it was actually at a Vice pub or a pub that Vice owns I can't remember the name of it I didn't know Vice owned a pub that sounds yeah, like it was the most hipster night out you could possibly <laughs> wish to have the pub was a very standard pub that's the thing didn't yeah. have Vi- didn't have any vice about anything Vice about it at all that's so Vice though isn't it yeah, isn't it? <laughs> they did have some Vice beer we, we don't even brand it we <laughs> yeah. just... it's unbranded everything it's just yeah. brick wall yeah. um, and paper bags I don't know um, so I went to see uh, I think Laurel, Laurel was uh, classic headlining. Laurel classic Laurel Danny <laughs> Laurel um, but playing just before her was a, an artist called Art School Girlfriend and I uh, know this band you? right I mean, I told you that I was going to see them. I don't yeah. know if you know from that. No, it's one of those names that's been hanging around for a while. Really? Um, I would not be surprised if you do know them. Yeah. In my head, along with, like, Viagra Boys. Like, those are the kind of names that I'm hearing at okay. the moment. I sort of know of them. I might know this song. I might not. Let's you, see where we go. You probably will. Um, a, a voice very much like... Uh, Romy from... The XX. The XX. Um, and I'm going to play a track called Distance and in brackets blank and it's a very nice song here we go
so that was uh, Art School Girlfriend with Distance Blank and it was actually the first gig I've been to this year uh, which was nice to do because I don't go to enough <laughs> no towards the like the second half of last year I feel like the first half I went to loads and loads and loads of stuff second mm. half I really slowed yeah, down slowed down um, which I've is got, bad from me I've got a few in, in in my sights now I've got like three or four lined up over the next month yeah so I'm, I've really got a taste for it now you got taste. Yeah. Got the flavour. Got the flavour. <laughs> I got a bloody flavour, and I um I hated that voice. Uh <laughs> let's move on, Tim. What are you talking about? Uh what are you talking about? Um I'm gonna be talking about why are you looking at me like that? I'm sorry. <laughs> You're looking so dazed and confused. I'm dazed and confused. Carry on. Um do you remember Santi Gold? Of course um, I do. Like way back when, when two thousand and eight, when our first album, self titled came out, I was a really really big fan. Um, it kind of, it was when I first got my car. I was like, it was in my rotation quite a lot. I had it on CD, very like CD kind of album in my head, um, and I was a huge fan. Um, but I kind of lost touch with her over the years. Uh, one of those names that's always kind of around. Um, but I haven't really listened to much. And to the extent that she brought out an album last summer that I didn't even know existed and hadn't heard a thing from. But uh, somehow the the opening track from it has kind of creeped into my consciousness this month. And um, it's been bringing this kind of lovely, sunny, sunny vibes into what has been essentially a pretty grim English January. Mm-hmm. Um it's definitely got some kind of Asian influences in there, along with a bit of a kind of reggae beat. And the subject matter, which is like calling out men for kind of catcalling and um, only being interested in women superficially rather than like uh, talking to them. I think that's also pretty cool. But yeah. basically, it's just like a really, really brilliantly catchy kind of dance hall number. Nice. Um, which, yeah, I kind of haven't been able to stop listening to. Um, and I think hopefully it'll bring a little bit of brightness into the lives of our listeners on this fair isle who are feeling a bit, well, today, soaking wet and freezing because it's it's been grim it's and it's going to continue to be grim. So let's have a bit of Santigal to, uh, to cheer us all up. Cool. Here it is. This is Coo Coo Coo. Yeah. 
Santa Gold with Coo Coo Coo. Nice one. You had a little dance there, Harry. I love. I'd love to get up and have a boogie to that. Yeah, that is that is my vibe. Really? Yeah. You're in a dancehall vibe these I'm days. The, yeah, these days. Ever since that uh, thing I went to that I told you about, you oh know, yeah, you'll know about. Uh, I got very much into dancehall. Nice. Um, I really liked. You know, you know, I like to get low. You went to carnival. <laughs> <laughs> I went to carnival. Uh, yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, nice one. Nice. Good find. Good find. It wasn't really. I don't think um, picking one of the biggest artists in the world really counts as a good find, um, but we'll go with it anyway. Just take it, Jesus. Um, I just said take it, Jesus, and oh. I feel like that's blasphemy. Um, right, I have another artist. Uh, now, originally, I was going for a band who played at that same gig <laughs> called Lucy Lou, <laughs> who are very, very good. Called what, sorry? Lucy Lou. Lucy Lou. Yep. Kind of Tom Mishy vibes. They had a nice brass section, which I was a big fan of. Um, but they did a song with an artist who I am very, very much a, a big fan of now. An artist that we've talked about before, um, that I've seen before, I think you might have done, I'm not sure. The artist is Puma Blue. Yes. Um, I can't, you know, you you know an artist, but you might not get into them because of whatever reason. Um, maybe because you just listen to Brockhampton all the time. Yeah. Um, and then when the time comes, which happens to be January two thousand nineteen, you start to fall in love with them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us. Um, now, I just want to play a song that has kind of been ongoing. Uh, something that I've been playing all the time, basically. Um, and it's one of these ones I wanted to. Uh, I've been learning this on guitar because I really like it. It's very smooth, very soulful, very jazzy. 
um, I am just really digging this at the moment. And nice. maybe it says a lot about this month, you're kind of listening to kind of slower, um, more kind of chilled things. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much you with the last song. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm dancing my yeah, way yeah, down you're the street. You're waiting for summer. Summer's coming. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going to play a track called Want Me. Uh, it's really fucking cool. Who does this one go out to? Go on, Cheska.
so that was Puma Blue with Want Me, and I'm actually going to see him at the end of uh, March, I believe. Nice, where? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, probably a vice pub. Of course, a vice pub. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll come back next month and or March and let you know how it goes and where it was. Lovely. Please do. Will do. Um, the next one that I'm going to go for is a bit of an odd one, but also a great one. Um, nice. As we might have already mentioned on this show, we are working on some new things. And the other day, we were sat in the office, you know, having a chat through things, maybe eating a bit of Chinese food, having a couple of cans, trying to work out, um, you know, what we were going to be doing. And suddenly, six music's on in the background, and a certain song catches our ears. Neither of us have any idea what oh, it was. Of course. And both get our phone out, both try to Shazam it. No luck on the Shazam front. But it's just this kind of like slightly weird, psychedelic um, kind of, yeah, a bit twonky, wonky. It's got like a sort of, almost like a marching beat to it in a way. Yeah. And it's one of those where you start bobbing your head and it's almost like, I, I don't have a clue what the words are, but I know this song now and I'm into it straight away. Um, and I genuinely thought it was just going to disappear into the ether because I thought we can't Shazam it without that how do you discover music in this world um, you just have to hear two lyrics <laughs> yeah fortunately we then worked out that in the chorus it says the wonderful words Cyril the slug yeah um, and from there uh, it wasn't that difficult to google <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, and it turns out it's a tune by a guy from London called John Myrtle who I tried and failed to um, find out m- a huge amount more about him. He appears to be pretty young. He looks young anyway. Um, definitely has a bit of a thing for kind of creepy crawlies, having made an, imp- an EP <laughs> yeah. called um, Two Minute Bugs. And he's got a few songs on Bandcamp, um, but he's on like he's on Twitter and Facebook with like 300 followers. He's pretty one f- new and two... Um, kind of flying under the radar at the moment but yeah this track I absolutely love and um, there's a lot of maturity about this track isn't there even even take away the subject matter which is kind of nursery rhyme-ish it's, yeah. it sounds like something that could have been kind of made by a 60 year old well I'm going to say the 60s it's, it's got this style to it which is you know mature yeah absolutely mature um, cheddar and I think the fact that like you say the, the subject matter is odd and Adolescent and in other yeah, hands, yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't um, play this on a credible music podcast in any circumstances. But somehow, um, somehow it just works. It's got, I think it's got kind of the Kinks vibes about it, like Village yeah. Green Preservation Site. It could fit on that album. Um, but it's just really interesting. Um, and yeah, me and Meek have been singing it a lot. She's played it to a few of her friends and they've got into it. I sent it to your brother and he was into it straight away. It's got kind of an immediacy to it for something which is quite weird. I've played it to people and they haven't enjoyed it. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're hanging out with the wrong people, Harry. I am. I am. Um, I like it very much. And if I get my way, which I think I will, he may well be coming to Brighton this summer. Lovely. To play. So let's have a quick listen to Cyril the Slug by John Myrtle. Do it. Here it is. Thank you. 
shed What a bad place to rest my head Seems no one's been here for some time I think I'll stay if you don't mind Outside there's lots for me to eat Your neighbor's plants are such a treat There you have it. That was Cyril the Slug by John Myrtle. I love that. I love it too. That's the kind of thing that I wish I found tunes like that more often. Mm. Um, I think when when I... I was going to take complete credit for it then. When we first dreamt up <laughs> tracks, um, in my head, we were going to spend a lot of time playing that kind of stuff, like really odd, quirky, yeah. slightly indie music. Um and it turned out we've got much more mainstream tastes than I ever knew before we started. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice to actually pluck one out like that. I liked it too. Cool. Very much so. Give us another song then. It's a proper tracks discovery, wasn't it? Um, I will give you another song from my phone here. So the next one is actually another kind of a track that we shared a little bit from, uh, which is a new Folds track. Mm. Now... The track is called Exits, and Exit, we have been told Exit, Exit. that we're getting two albums. Uh, one at the beginning of the year, March, and then one is kind of yet to be announced. Which also, but they're both under the same name. Yes, one and two. Kind of. Yeah. So, the Vampire Weekend album, which is 18 songs, um, they've said that's kind of a double album. And then two albums from Foles, 20 songs. Yeah. We're getting a lot of music from the indie world. Yeah. Our, our old favourites are back with... A vengeance, yeah. and um, I love it. I liked the sorry before you go on to the track. I just liked the way when this was released, it felt really old school because mm. me and you both listened to it on the radio yeah. at the same time, and it felt like kind of a oh, everyone kind of crowding around yeah, the wireless yeah. and like getting their first taste of it because it didn't drop online first of all. Yeah, it I ran upstairs when yeah. the, when it got to like half seven. I had like yeah, I had like a timer on my phone, and I was like, right, have to be there, have to be ready. Um, 
just that kind of slightly old school uh, release method I really really enjoyed yeah even though like that wasn't the way you know back in 2007 or whenever the first album came out that isn't how we did it like yeah. the things still came out on the internet like the internet was was around <laughs> um, <laughs> it was. I can but confirm it still felt like kind of a, a an old school thing to do yeah and I th- that might have added quite a bit to it actually yeah Um. so the song comes on and what are your first thoughts and we, I believe, we share exactly the same thoughts on this. So yeah, you it, take take the role. I'll take the role of being the first to slag it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was underwhelmed. Yes, slightly because, um, slightly because Foles have got a real, have had a real habit over the years of leading albums with songs that are just straight in, like my number or. Um, total life forever like they they just have like an immediacy to them um where where this one doesn't so much it i just found it a little bit over underwhelming sorry not overwhelming i found it <laughs> underwhelming it just yeah it just sounded like another Foles track sounded like another Foles track arguably one that kind of could sit on one of the albums i preferred to the to the last yeah um it sounded like something that a little bit more total life forever than yeah. uh, anything a bit uh, well, after that uh which i was hoping for but very much listened to it like yeah and then i heard them talk a bit and then they played it again and i guess the thing that kind of made me think uh, oh that's a bit maybe i'm not i don't know they said that this was the one track to get everyone excited yeah this, Yannis, this is like the lead track that Yannis was said the this is the one that slaps the most yeah and I, I mean i've never used that word so maybe the meaning i've attached to it is not what he means but like um it didn't slap that much for me it didn't, it didn't slap many things is it um it, i wanted a it, bigger slap i wanted a big old i wanted, I wanted them to leave a mark um, <laughs> oh, yeah. but i no it was it was like it, the last Foles album it was a good album but it felt like here's some of their slow songs here's some of their kind of more kind of bouncy songs and this just kind of felt like it was going to do that again yeah and do you- we're getting t- 20 songs like this and i hope that they're i i think they'll deliver i really do um but i yeah i for me they're but- a band that their catalog is pretty much flawless is a step too far but like there's very very Nothing few like disappoints too much yeah my my slight concern is whether they're ever and it, it's going off one song but whether they're ever so slightly just going through the motions a little bit and mm. to put together a 20 song album uh, over such a long period of time suggests they're not but this I don't know I, I, do you know what long albums scare me yeah. is that when somebody said like some people get excited because there's a lot of music coming but I can't help but be like uh, maybe it's the cynic in me but I just think that's more of a chance for me to get disappointed yeah. um, with so much new music because things can get lost in big albums yeah. and it's just not really something that, that is done very much Yeah, if they can pull it off then brilliant and hopefully we get that stuff a little bit more yeah. but uh, yeah I mean let's let's play the track um yeah, we we do like it. I do, yeah, absolutely and, do, and I'm sure when the album comes out, it will be a favourite on the album. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, we're just kind of we're on that more of a Vampire Weekend train, aren't we? Yeah, um, and yeah. they were both kind of neck and neck, and Vampire Weekend just ahead. Uh, they're not they're not like in a race or anything, but 
If they were to be, Vampire Weekend would be ahead. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's play the track. Uh, this is Exits by Foles.
that was Exit by Foles. Uh, Tim, what have you got next? Well, I'd just like to point out before we move on that that instrumental is absolutely straight from a latter-day Kaiser Chiefs album. And um, a lot of cool kids who, um, for kind of whatever reason, wouldn't be seen dead listening to a Kaiser Chiefs album like that song. And go and listen to The Future of Medieval, because that's a great record. And um, that would not be out of place on there. So... Come on, the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> um, Weird flex, but okay. Interesting. I just wanted to that, say that. <laughs> have you ever said that before? Uh, I've typed it. Have you? Yeah. I've never even typed it. I'm sorry. Move on. <laughs> I'm moving on. Um, so, here in England, it has felt a little bit recently like we're in some kind of a time warp. You may or may not agree, Harry. Uh, there's a woman in power absolutely wreaking havoc um, our public services are in crisis Liverpool are good again at football that is for people <laughs> who don't know and most tellingly the specials are back with a new album um, they obviously sensed that we needed a bit of kind of politically charged um, music to kind of address our social issues and they delivered in encore what I think is a very good album um but there was something about the fact that uh the fact that the specials were coming back and doing it they're a band that i love Hmm. but it made me feel a little bit like ah our generation is kind of letting the team down a little bit you know it's meant to be the youth that um kind of stand up to um power and um kind of try and affect change for their generation um and i was a little bit kind of looking around and wondering where the hell is everyone and little did I know that Shame, do you know Shame? I do. The London band were about to deliver with a track called Visa Vulture, which is absolutely brilliant. And that's what I would like to play. Um, it's this kind of brilliantly biting, sort of swooning love song about our dear leader and um, her kind of quite magnificent skill at of uh, turning everything she touches into shit. <laughs> um, it's it's really cool. It's really tongue in cheek, um, but also like with a nice little message in the back. I like the fact that rather than going for something really punky um, and kind of snarling, you know, in the kind of idols vein to attack political power, you can write a love song um, and completely undermine them. Mm. Um, it's really cool. Uh, I like the song a lot. It's called Visa, Visa Vulture. Um, and yeah, Brexit's going well. So let's have a <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> oh, Teresa, baby, we've been gone for a
say so that was Theresa May then that wasn't <laughs> Theresa May that was Shane <laughs> she's done a love song about shame as well <laughs> yeah I wish she's got to do something with her time eh? uh, yeah nice one Harry have you got another pick for us I do um, this one is a pretty quick one uh, but it's just a song that has been on repeat again I've I say that this month has been quite a lot about um, kind of some slow tunes mm-hmm. but actually I've been listening to a lot of kind of uh, Afro rock and Afro Afrobeat and stuff and I've Ooh. been really like just diving into playlists and stuff nice. and there's a track that uh, Joe at work gave me uh, called Yuda by Dakin Dakino and it's <laughs> just I absolutely adore this track and we have it on at the office and we just kind of shake our shoulders as we as we as okay, we work. interesting I like what you're doing there you there's almost a kind of wave you, I mean funnily enough given where you work but you've got a little wave going on your shoulders thank you very much that was very clever um Yes, let's play this track and it'll play us out a little bit until we get on to whatever we got next. <laughs> yeah, it's not playing us out. We've got loads more to come. I said to whatever's next. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like like they all do. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dak and Dakino with Yuda. We're out of practice, people. Donc, musique afro. musique 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 
Zamuti, Zamuti na Afrobeat, beat Zamu Africa, Africa Tuza, Lukazila, Lukazila na Masito. So that was Yuda by Dakin Dakino. Uh, before we go on, Tim, I would like to do something. Okay. So I misjudged something and thought <laughs> this was this has been recorded in February, which uh, is is Tim month because it it's is your Tim birthday. Month. Yeah, and, we are um, we are just thirteen days away from the big two eight ooh, slamming home. Hello, it's a big number, that, isn't that it? Is, isn't it? You're going to be a bit older than me, aren't you? Like that. That really is like the home straight of your twenties. There's no getting away from it. Uh, getting past twenty-seven is good, though, isn't it? Not uh, part of that club. Well, we're still time yet. <laughs> Stop it. Um, right, I'm, I've got you a gift. Well, thank you very much. And I'm going to get it. It's just over there. Um, okay. You, Do you, you want me to fill? You fill. Okay, I'm filling now, listeners. He hasn't got very far to go, but no. um, I mean, it's not like I've got to leave the room. It's a, it's a box. It's a square box. It says Fragile on it. It says Royal Mail 48. It says Harry Williams 8. Don't. <laughs> Why? Do you think they're going to come and attack you? No. And I'm editing this as well. I could just take it out. Yeah. What have we got here? Oh, my word. That is a quite wonderful gift, Harry. Thank you so much. No worries. Please tell them from what it um, is. Well, funnily enough, it's something that I spotted on Harry's shelf over there uh, earlier. I tried and was, to hurry up. I <laughs> was very impressed by. It's Late of the Peers, Fantasy Black Channel, um, on vinyl. Yeah. It's an album that we not only have kind of reminisced about for many years, but, um, yeah, think is a bit of a kind of forgotten gem. Mm. Um, I mean, we've played it the many times on the many show, Many times, right? yeah. Um, but they, they've only, they only released kind of a certain amount in January. Yeah. And I I looked them up to get to get one because I thought they'd all be gone. Um, fortunately, resident in Brighton, I represent, um, had had a few co- had a few copies. So that is absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much, Harry. No worries. Genuinely Happy lovely gift. Thank you very much. That will um, that will be guiding me through this uh, most difficult of times yeah. as, as my youth slips away I'll just put on close my eyes and think I'm 17 again you can take it in the box if you want because I need to get rid of that uh, thank you I will because it's raining outside exactly <laughs> that is why um, nice one that is wonderful nice um, we like doing a bit of a gift giving on on the show don't we yeah I mean you got me one at a pub um, I did yeah one we that had I've a- got over here which is a 3D print of the moon. <laughs> it is indeed, yeah. And I absolutely adore it. And nice. I've actually gifted a few people with uh, with it since because it's such a good idea. And I absolutely love it to it's bits. A, yeah, it's a cool little thing, isn't it? And mm. I'm, I gave it to you on a night where we ended up Pissed. dancing the night away. <laughs> you yeah. just had to take your little moon with you. Yeah. No, oh, that was a good time. It was. So, uh, that was an album that I gave you. And... We are going to talk about <laughs> albums. <laughs> Album, album. Uh, we're going to talk about a uh, highlight, an album highlight of the month, which is something we're going to do uh, every month. Some might call it the album of the month. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a name already. Um, would you like to do the honours, Tim, of talking about what the album is? 
Uh, I can or naming it. I can name it. It's assumed form by James Blake. Yes. Um, an album. Well, considering it's 2019, an album like what six years in the making? No, four years in the making. Four years in the making. Um, hey, the last one came out in 2015. It says here in front of my eyes. No, it doesn't. 2016. All right. Three years in the making. (laughs) And seemingly, listening through it, what a lot has happened in James Blake's life. That's what I was trying to get to, Harry. You don't have to pick me up on semantics. (laughs) Sorry. Um, The the, the funny thing is, is, um, now when that last album came out, uh, the colour and everything. Yep. I believe it's called. (laughs) Um, Colour in anything. Yeah, we are terrible today. (laughs) We've suddenly (laughs) just forgotten what everything is. Um... When that came out, I remember enjoying some of it, but I don't even think we talked about it much on the podcast because it was just something that kind of was there and we enjoyed it, but it was maybe a little bit too long. It didn't quite know what it wanted to be. Um, It had some good tunes in there, uh, Timeless being one of my favourites, and of course um, the the track with Bon Iver. I Need a Forest Fire. I Need a Forest Fire. Of course. Woo! Yeah. but it just didn't feel very concise. It, it didn't feel like something that I really that really grabbed me. I, now, would, I would concur. Thank you. Um, this album kind of came out of nowhere for me. I don't know about you. Um, uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was kind of, of upon us before yeah. we knew what had happened. And I have fallen in love with this record. I. I don't. I just, I've always loved James Blake. I think he's a wonderful songwriter. His production is always sublime. Like you, if if I could have anybody produce for me, it would be James Blake. I mean, he's obviously had a lot of practice working with a lot of people in the last few years. Um, but this just seems like this hugely beautiful love letter. Yeah. This whole album, and I just adore it in so many ways. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, and for reasons that I kind of haven't always um, loved James Blake records for, it's quite it's it's uplifting um, mm. and it's joyous and it's um, almost kind of celebratory. It's it's it goes on a bit of a journey. I think it kind of the the earlier parts. Maybe not necessarily even earlier James Blake albums, but like stuff that he's produced and worked on in recent years, the first few tracks feel like to me. And then um, we kind of get to a place where he's almost like deliriously happy and is making these songs that take me back to kind of like, I don't know, like the Rat Pack or something like There's like Sinatra mm. vibes in there. There's some doo woppy vibes in, yeah, there's in one, there. And... Yeah, there's one song which reminds me of... Um, Mr. Salmon, yeah, bring me a dream. Is that um, I'll come too, which is a bit like that. It might or, be that one. Yeah. Or can't believe the way we flow is a bit like that as well. I think it's that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost like a sample behind it, isn't it, of an old tune? Yeah. I don't think it is though. But it's it's just great. It, it's really really good, and it's got some quite sniffy reviews, which have surprised oh. me. The 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 pitchfork one I could I could talk about a bit, but I I just want to. He he was called out last year by Pitchfork for basically being uh, like writing music for sad boys. Yeah. Um, and James Blake said it's a bit of a shame that you would say something like that and not just allow somebody to talk about their feelings and instead label it. Yeah. And then they bring out a review of this record, a five point eight, which is criminally low. Yeah. 
like there, there. I'm sorry. I've read. I've now read the review, and there are parts I agree with. Um, it, but it's like if you read the review, there's no way you would give it a five point eight even after reading that. Yeah, it it makes no sense. Well, that was, yeah, the Guardian one was similar in that it it read like it was quite a good review, and then they gave it three stars. Really, with out of five, so it's not terrible. But okay. like, still, it was like. But you just said it was. There was loads of great qualities about it. Yeah, all a little bit odd. Although anyway. Needle Drop gave it a eight, well, seven point nine eight, which well, is go. quite high for him. Yeah, and I actually really like him. There's all opinions all over the place. Uh, the point is, I think it's really, really great, and it's got um, one. It works as a kind of concise piece, I think, with a real kind of um, journey through it. But also, it's got some really standout moments. Um, mm. The you know, the feature from Andre Three Thousand inevitably is going to be on where's the catch? Yeah, is inevitably going to be a highlight. But um, I really like um, I'll come to is one that I think you said early on was one of your favourites, and I really really like that one too. Um, yeah, I think Ro- Rosalia Rosalia I can't I yeah. don't know her name. Um, but Barefoot in the Park featuring her yeah. is a stunning track. Their voices intertwine within each other just stunningly. Like from like into the red the way it kind of starts and it's actually like I never really saw of it saw it as like such a love song until yeah. I started to really listen to it later on down the line of this album um, and it's actually really sweet in like it's just this guy confessing that this person literally will do anything for them yeah. until there's nothing left of them pretty much until they're into the red like it's just like, these confessions and yeah. I don't know it's just uh it really does something for me this yeah. and Power On is so expressively like Power On I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with because really? I, I love I really love the beginning the na 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 I was wrong that bit but the have you ever coexisted I don't like that mm-hmm. I I just it feels like I like it because it then it, lead, it, it when that bit's finished it then it has that like growly bass yeah um, and I feel like you need that kind of uplifting boom and to come back down to that so I think it's there it does its job but I do also understand what you mean um, I feel like I also had those views about a few different parts in yeah. a couple of songs and I grew to understand their place I think yeah I, I'm not saying it doesn't serve a, no, no, a no, use no. but for me it it just it just feels like it doesn't really go anywhere it kind of the and then it's just like oh that that didn't I, I much preferred the other part and I could have done without that but anyway um, all in all I love it yeah I love it um, and it, it felt like a perfect record for January I think yeah so um, yeah I'm very I'm very very pleased to name it our first album of the month yeah ever um, I feel like we're going to get a good year this year and this is a bit of a kind of a kick up the butt like you thought this wasn't going to be good yeah you wait and see what's well, happening it's, an, it's another throwback artist for us though isn't it yeah. it's that kind of peak era for us mm. um, yeah delivering the goods um, would you say you have a particular favourite from the album um, I I do have two I think I know which one you would want to play but my my two favourites are Where Where's you... the Catch and I'll Come To. Okay. But for different reasons. Um, 
My, my favourites don't miss it. That's my favourite track on Really? There. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I think maybe slightly... Be- it's always... We've had that since July, like June yeah. or July last year. I think year. I, that's what I was going to say, that like the familiarity, the fact they're led, obviously. Um, but I feel like I've I've enjoyed it a lot more hearing it in the album. I kind of mm-hmm. listened to it a few times before. Um, but I just, again, I just kind of moved on. I was listening to other stuff. Um, but hearing it in the flow right at the end, I just feel like, yeah, I love it. It's got a real simplicity and a subtlety to it that uh, just does it for me. But okay. I'm happy to let you pick the song, man. I mean, I think um, because because it's it seems so different to so many things he's done. I'm gonna go with I'll come to just because it was the most yeah. pleasant surprise of like of the whole album. It was the first one that I just thought, oh, I think this is gonna be one of my favorite James Blake Blake, Blake songs. James Blake, Blake. James Blakey Blakey Blake songs like of all time. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's something really hits me about it. I don't know. Well, why. as I said to you. I think part of why it resonates with us is like it's a bit needy it's a bit soppy it's like it's because it is I'll come too then you're going to New York are you yeah I'll come I'll, I'm also going I'll to New everything York. on the side and just do yeah, that too are you happy now hey I'm strong willed <laughs> um, yeah it's good you yeah cool let's listen to it nice one I'll come too by James Blake I'll go 
to by james blake and that is the end of the show yeah um not forever <laughs> no it might feel like it because by the time we speak to you again it will be march <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like not right. just because that feels so far away i haven't yeah. quite got into my head that um january's over yet so the fact that the next episode is going to come out in march that feels like it's about three months away in my <laughs> yeah. head um oh, madness but yeah, I, I hope you you have a nice month, everyone. Um, it does feel very strange to not be saying we'll see you next week. Um, and if you really have a strong objection to this new release schedule, um, feel free to let us know. Um, we might have listened. <laughs> no, yeah, I can't promise any anything different happening. Um, but I am aware that without you, this podcast is nothing. So your views are of importance to us let us know um how you're feeling and because we're so out of practice on this kind of thing we've forgotten that we have to go out on a song so let's do it one of my uh tracks that i had kind of picked um for the episode and then dropped was by stealing sheep it's called joking me um it's a really really interesting little track from a, a band who everything they do is really unique um quite out there quite odd um but this one, it's kind of reminiscent of Patience, um, mm. Why Have an Eye. That's yeah. a song that I was really into, well, have been for like three years, non-stop. Um, it's got those kind of vibes, quite kind of disco-y, fun, indie pop. I think you're going to like it. Um, it's going to take us out into the end of the episode. I don't know what I'm saying, so I'm going to say we'll see you when we see you. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.